Next, all the way from Calgary, we have Joanne. I'm Alex, my name is Joanne. Hey, Joanne. <sighs> I'm grateful for this opportunity. Um, it's kind of funny, I was, um, I was at a workshop today, um, not NA, but uh, work-related, and um, they were talking about this thing called the imposter syndrome, and I was thinking, you know, about all the times in my life that I felt that way, and I was thinking about having to come here and speak tonight, and I knew that there was going to be, and I'm very grateful to have some people in this room who were here when I first came in, you know? And um, so these are the people that I've met along the way, um, some at the beginning, some along the way on my journey, um, who came before me that I respect, you know? And um, so then I start thinking, who am I <laughs> to get up there and show? Like, I, I'm, I'm nervous because I don't, I don't feel like I belong in this, in this spot right here. Um, and, and I'm thinking, you know, how funny that is that I'm thinking that and what I'm sharing about is principles before personalities and we're all the same, you know, so uh, I, I have to laugh at myself sometimes and remember that I have the same voice as everybody in this room and nothing I'm going to say here is any better or worse than anything anybody else would say at this time. Um, and, and that's also my excuse if I don't say what you want me to say. <laughs> that's too bad. Um, <laughs> I can only say what comes out of my mouth. And, um, and, and if you read my notes, you would laugh because they make zero sense, um, except to me. Uh, it was funny, I was telling um, a friend earlier um, that I was going to be sharing on this topic. And she said, oh, you're going to be great. You have so much experience with I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, you know, with working on conventions and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. She saw me working on conventions in early recovery. And um, <laughs> things are different today. And not in the way you think. So um, when I, before I got clean, I would say I had nothing to share on this topic. I had some values. I had some morals. But those were, those were you know, there was lines. And they got blurred depending what I wanted to do and, and what I was using. Um, so I'm not really going to refer to before, um, but when I came in, you know, I, uh, I, I went to that first meeting and um, that was the first time I felt any sort of connection, like a place where people understood me and, and I understood them. Um, I warn you, I, I, I get teary very easily. Um, it's usually because I'm happy and I'm grateful, so that's a good thing. Um, and, you know, so I felt that immediate connection. So in the beginning, for me, and I know it's not the same for anyone, but for me, I felt joy, a lot of joy. And it was easy for principles before personalities for me. Like, I loved everybody, you know, and there was no one in the meetings that annoyed me initially. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, that was very, it was a good thing. But um, for me, that didn't necessarily last forever. Um, and so I did get involved in service fairly early in recovery. And um, I moved a lot in my recovery, and service was always the way I could connect, right? Because I got clean in one area, 
and then I moved to moved to another area, and I felt oh, like it's weird when you do that. If you've never done that, it's very weird to move to another area, feel like a newcomer, but not want to be a newcomer again. You know, it's just weird feeling, and really, I guess it's pretty self-centered, um, and that's another topic. But um, I, I, I learned to use service as a means of getting involved and getting to know people and staying connected. And um, service in the beginning for me um, was it was easy, right? Because I loved everybody, um, and I had this little joyful outlook, and I could kind of sit back and watch the drama because there is some drama in service, um, and laugh, right? It was amusing to me, um, and. I also got into a relationship early in recovery, and my partner, um, who is now my husband of 19 years, um, which is another miracle of recovery, <laughs> um, he was the very passionate <laughs> one. So it was easy for me to be the, you know, the quiet one in the background, kind of laugh and, and let him explode at times and uh, learn some lessons along the way. I probably shouldn't talk about that, but. He probably won't listen to this because I'll ask him not to. Um, anyways, um, so that, that was an easy thing. So I did get involved in conventions and there were some really challenging moments in service. And, and in the beginning, because of the way I was, it wasn't such a big deal. And there was all this stuff that would happen and people would cry and people would get mad. And it was, it was, it was okay with me, right? Uh, it didn't affect me. And then I, you know, as I went along in my journey and I started to understand more and I started to learn more about the process of recovery and about the traditions and the steps and the principles um, and I started to care more, um, it's kind of a strange, strange thing that happened is that I, I became less easily able to let things go. Um, so I kind of focus on the traditions and kind of forgot that if you're not doing the steps with the traditions, there's kind of an imbalance that starts to happen. And I would let my, um, you know, my passion about the traditions, about, you know, unity or about anonymity or all those things that happen, you know, and this is the way it has to be. And, and I wasn't practicing, you know, the, the other part of it and it was starting to then I started to get bothered <laughs> and it wasn't as easy um, to just let things go and to be you know just part of the solution right um, it's never come to a crisis point for me but I just I find it interesting that for me the journey went from you know joyful and free at the, at the beginning to <laughs> a little bit less um, joyful and free um, but I, I, I continue to do service because I've continued to learn along the way. And, and I've learned um, about how to look at my behavior. So instead of just letting it happen now, I can look back at it and I can see where my part is. And, um, and it, it usually comes from, you know, um, having expectations or, you know, self-centered fear. Um, and um, discomfort, right? If it's not the way I expect it to be, I am no longer comfortable. And that brings up a reaction, right? Um, 
the other part of it for me with um, you know principles before personalities is that when I've gone through difficult times, um, when I started to get more time in and I went through difficult times, um, I forgot about that piece of it for myself. And I, I didn't connect to the fact that if I wasn't showing up and sharing honestly because I was scared what you would think of me because you know, it's Joanne and you know, she has this amount of time in and she does a lot of service and uh, you know, I, I, it wasn't really a conscious thought. It was just that I can't possibly share this, right? Um, and I, I wasn't thinking it all the way through, but I just I could not possibly share those things with people who have known me long enough that I should know logically. Of course, I don't actually think logically when my emotions come into play. Logically should know that these people have loved me unconditionally since I came in. Um, and they will continue to love me as I love them, no matter what they do. It, it's, there is nothing that the people in my life could do, really, for me to think differently of them, but I, I don't apply that same, um, that same for myself, right? Because I already believe myself when I'm not really working on myself. I already believe myself to be less than. I already believe myself to be not worthy. So it's easy for me to go there thinking, well, for me, this, I couldn't possibly share this because of this, right? I, I need to hang on to these people. Um, forgetting that hanging on to these people means being a part of. It means being just like everybody else and knowing that I have a spot here regardless and that um, you know, if I was welcomed when I came in, I'm going to be welcomed today when I tell you the shit that's happening in my life or the mistakes that I'm making. And, um, and it came to a point in my recovery where I had, to, I had to learn how to get honest all over again, right? And, and what honesty meant. And that's, you know, the process for me has been about constantly learning those other levels of everything, you know? There's so many levels of um, honesty, you know? At first it was just not, you know, lying, right? Just not making up things. Um, and then it was, you know, making good choices. Um, and today it's about telling you the crazy stuff that's in my head so that I don't lose my connection, so that I don't become someone other than just another addict in the room, because that's what I do to myself. And, I, um, and I've learned that if I don't do that all the time, every meeting I go to, I need to do that if I have the opportunity to share. Um, and, and I need to keep that connection going, and I have to be just the same as everybody else. And you know, that doesn't make me less than, it doesn't make me more than ever, right? And um, I, I have watched many people go down that road, you know. Um, recently, there, there was a, a member that, you know, was in our area that uh, forgot that piece of it, you know, and was very, probably, you know, my assumption, how it looked, was that, you know, that the title that they had been given in the rooms, which we do to people, we give them that special title, you know, the spiritual 
person, you know. Oh, that, that spiritual guy, you know. And, and then they stop wanting to tell you the truth because then you're not going to think the same of them. And, and then they die. Then they go out and they die. And um, I, don't, I don't ever want to be that, you know. I would rather, rather try to be the same as everyone else and be joyous again, you know, be that one. And, and today I strive to remember that no matter what, um, you know, principles before four personalities is going to save my life. Um, it's not just a tradition. It's a lifesaver for me. And um, <clears throat> when I see how quickly it can escalate to that point where you feel like you are no longer a part of. And, you know, and for me, I've gone there. And, you know, um, because of the miracles of recovery and the people in my life, I never had to use. Um, but I have seen how quickly that can happen. You know, you go from disconnecting to using to being disconnect, so disconnected that it takes days and days for anyone to notice you're gone in such a short period of time. And that is, you know, that is the disease of addiction. And um, I'm grateful today, you know, and, and today I know, awesome, only five minutes left. <laughs> um, today I know, um, that I want to be in recovery, right? I don't want to be in my disease, and um, and that I, I, no matter what is going on, I live a very blessed life. And the gifts of recovery far outweigh the fear of having to come up and say, I screwed up, you know, I made a really bad choice, and this is what's going on, and I'm scared. Right, I would rather face that fear um, and stay connected and remember that you probably, someone in here has probably gone through the same thing or is going to go through the same thing at some point. So I'm either going to get the experience from that person who has already gone through it or somebody else is going to be able to share honestly because they saw that I did it and I didn't die. <laughs> And, and sometimes it feels that way, you know. It's, it's, it's so hard to admit um, the mistakes, and, and usually not because I feel that I'm more than, it's because I already feel that I'm less than. So, God, how can I go further down, you know? Um, but today, I, um, I don't feel that way, you know. Today, I know that as long as I am vigilant with this, and I tell you what's going on all the time, and I stay connected that I never have to use again. And um, I'm not sure if I stayed on topic, but um, you know that's that's what I'm feeling. And um, I'm so grateful to be here. And um, for anyone that's going through a hard time and is afraid to share, just grab someone and and just say it once, you know, and then start to get more comfortable. Um, it's it's so worth it. And um, 
Thank you so much, Joanne.